Freakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P freaking Rochester. Also on freaking Apple freaking Podcasts, Google freaking Pray, SoundCloud, and Spotify if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, my name is Taylor the Sandman freaking Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is freaking Doug Jordan coming via satellite freaking New York, and bringing up the freaking rear we have Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas joining us from Doug Jordan's freaking garage, also freaking via satellite freaking New York. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines, this is our weekend freaking review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it has been one week since we last spoke. And geez louise, down on my knees, we're so freaking hot and for you. We love you. We think about you often. In the shower this morning, I spent quite a good deal of time not freaking showering and just thinking about you. All of you. And I thought, why well, wish this shower were big enough for the whole lot of you? And maybe then we could get some freaking scrubbing done, if you know what I mean. But geez louise, down on my knees, weakers, tweakers... We got a great freaking show. As weakers and tweakers know, last week I announced I was in maybe the greatest relationship of my freaking life. And I'm going to get right into it. And I hope that's okay with uh, Doug Jordan and Sandy. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, thank you so much. And God bless you. Jeez Louise, what I was saying was, I announced that the woman that crawled into my brain in the graveyard, the old bag that made a nest in my brain and then down to my trousers and into my heart eventually. Well, her and I had fallen deeply in love and we had made passionate love to each other while I was playing with myself and she was playing with herself and also playing with me and I was also playing with her. Well, weakers and tweakers, this week has been a bit more trying and geez louise down on my knees, I am having just the freaking worst time. This woman is a freaking spitfire. And though the lovemaking is passionate and sweaty and beautiful, she is also driving me up the freaking wall. Freaking nagging at me constantly. Don't talk with your freaking mouth full. And don't let things that are in your mouth fall out of your mouth while you're talking with your mouth full. And don't eat on the bus. And don't talk to strangers that are minding their own business. And where is that knife? I need to get the knife in my hands. And geez Louise down on my knees. In the middle of the night, they're coming for you. They are always there. They are around you. They are everywhere. Get them. Get them before they get you. And I say, please, goddamn, please shut the hell up. I am trying to freaking go to sleep. I can't get any freaking shut eye with you freaking bouncing in my ear. This woman has become a nightmare. A thorn in my side. Suddenly, I'm thinking what I had before was, honestly, much more valuable. Solitude. Time to myself reflexing. Time to freaking eat with my freaking mouth open and talk to people while I'm doing it and letting things dribble all over. I'll eventually get it. I can pick it up and put it back in my mouth. No big freaking deal. Weakers and tweakers out there, they know what I'm talking about. Now, geez louise, down on my knees. I think we can work it out, but I am not sure. Doug Jordan, any advice? Uh, Have you told the people that uh, that run the group home that you live at about this uh, whole situation going on? I have told them I am in love, but I haven't told them who with. Uh, okay, my advice would be maybe you should talk to them and tell them that you're hearing these, uh, that there's somebody else inside of you telling you to run away and to not do all the, the evil things that uh, that it tells you to do. I'm gonna go ahead and and and, and step in and, and and interrupt Doug uh, and tell him to uh, shut up. Uh, my my freaking piece of advice is put your freaking head down, keep your freaking chin up, and freaking and and freaking hope to the good freaking Lord that your life returns to one of freaking peace and quiet. And 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 hopefully she'll stop freaking nagging at you. That's that's my that's how it's always worked in my freaking situations. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I will try that. And geez louise, down on my knees. I Sometimes I say, I just got to cut her out of my brain. Yeah. I have got to use some sort of sharp tool and just cut her out and put her on the floor and squash her. Wow. But I'm trying to work things out at this point. More power freaking to you. Thank you. God bless you. And I have felt that all along, that it was more power to me. I'm in love. I have. I am now two people, not just one. And now I feel like the power is almost out of my hands and in the hands of an old dead woman that has made a nest in my brain. So, 
We'll see where things go. But geez louise, down on my knees, I don't want to drag the whole freaking production down. Now, Sandy the Sandman Farkas has been working tirelessly. I made an announcement last week that he will be unveiling on the eve of this eve. He will be unveiling his giant freaking structure he has been building, and it will take flight. It is a bird. We have decided. Sandy, how you doing? How you been? How's this structure going? And how are you feeling about the unveiling coming up later this eve? Yeah, um, enough. Uh, I'm, 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 to get it out of the way, uh, first things first, uh, freaking, freaking Dickens. Uh, uh, aside from that, uh, I'm, I'm feeling a, uh, an overwhelming sense of freaking pressure, uh, to do something that I'm, I'm not quite sure is ready to be done or, or will ever, uh, be ready to be done. And, and I noticed you said that we decided it is a freaking bird and, uh, and, and I believe you decided it's a freaking bird and I still don't know what it is. And, and I don't think there's nearly enough freaking wheels on the thing to freaking get it going enough to take freaking flight. And, and Doug won't let me use his freaking kids, freaking rollerblades. Uh, so I don't, I'm, 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 I'm a little freaking stressed out to, to tell you the freaking truth. Well, here's the freaking thing. I have seen many a bird in my life. They're everywhere. I've never walked outside and noticed they're not being birds. They are in the sky. I have never seen a bird with wheels or roller skates at that matter. So I think that the fact that it doesn't have wheels just goes to show that it is in fact a freaking bird. I mean... The only thing that makes you think it's a bird is that there are two freaking doors on hinges attached to both sides, which, granted, I'll, I'll agree with you, uh, does give a, a bird-like a freaking appearance. But in, in, in no way is this thing suitable suited to freaking to, 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 for the sky. Here's the thing, and I'm sure Weakers and Tweakers will agree with me, and when they arrive this eve, they will witness a spectacular event. And I know you have never let Weakers and Tweakers down, nor have you ever let me down, ever. No matter how drunk and hilarious you've gotten, you've always kept your word and done what you said you would. And when yeah. you said, this thing will fly, I saw the twinkle in your eye, and I said, Sandy will make it so. And this is the freaking pressure that I'm that I'm talking about. Uh, it, it's uh, it's it's just it's just a tad bit unfair. I feel freaking rushed. Uh, like I said, I I don't even know if it's a freaking bird. Yes, it has some freaking bird-like freaking qualities. Uh, yes, it it does have the appearance of having two freaking wings that, that could potentially freaking flap in the freaking wind, but. Uh, I, I, I believe, and I'm not a freaking expert or a freaking pilot, but I believe there are a few things that go into making something freaking be able to fly. I don't know what they are. And, uh, yeah, I'm just a little freaking, a uh, little freaking nervous. But if, um, Doug, again, if you could allow me access to your freaking roof, if I could get this thing onto your freaking roof, I think we have a better shot of, of this thing freaking taking flight. But he's, I've had a little pushback uh, from freaking Doug. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm, again, not an expert. Uh, I'm not a pilot, so I, I can't verify if this thing's going to fly or not. But I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think that thing's going to fly. And there's no way in hell that you're going to be putting that on my roof uh, just because of the structural damage it may cause and because of the fact that I don't think it's it's meant to be freaking flying. Well, I mean, I mean, if we, I, I, I seriously doubt the freaking structure uh, is going to get freaking damaged once it's on top of your roof. I mean, the thing probably weighs over uh, at least a, a thousand pounds just because all the freaking junk got piled up on top of it. Yeah, I know. But as long as we can get it on top of your roof, I don't think there will be any freaking damage taken by my freaking structure. Yeah, Doug, I think you are overly worried and overly concerned about the possible damage to the structure. And I and say, let's, and, and let's go ahead and just call it the freaking bird. I, and, I'm, and I'm not sure that that is what it is, but if we can just go ahead and, and all agree to call it the freaking bird, it'll be it'll be freaking it'll just be more easy. Yeah, I agree. It is a bird. I saw it with my own two eyes. I would know. I've seen many birds, and this is another one of them. I'm not quite so. I'm not quite sure. But uh, for lack of a better word, let's go ahead and call it a freaking bird. Yeah. So, geez, Louise, this Sandy, it is totally normal to get a pre-showing jitter. I often get a pre-show jitter before we go on the freaking radio, and then when I start doing it, I realize it is completely out of my control. Uh, and 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 that's fair. And freaking pre-show jitters, it may be, but it it also has uh, a lot to do with um, something you said last week, uh, which is that if this does not freaking happen, you said I will freaking kill myself. And um, wiggers and tweakers and maybe may know this. I have a bit of a bad track record with um, a lot of my friends. Um, I'm going the way of the freaking dodo. 
Yeah. And, uh, and Taylor, when Taylor said that to me, I said, geez, Louise, here, here's a freaking another one. I never thought it would be you, but let's just hope this thing freaking flies. And I'm sure it will. And God bless you for your concern, but I am not worried in the slightest. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, even if the thing doesn't fly, as long as he's unveiling it, then you're probably not going to freaking kill yourself then, right? That's not what he said. No, if it does not fly, I will have to kill myself. Is what I said, and I made a promise to Weakers and Tweakers, and I would never disappoint them, because my freaking hero in the whole wide world, Sandy the Sam and Farkas, would never disappoint them. And if we, for Weakers and Tweakers coming to the unveiling tonight, I know you will not be disappointed. You're going to see some action no matter what. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? How freaking are you? And God bless you. Uh, yeah, not I'm uh, doing fine. Uh, not too much to report this week. You know, I went to work, uh, sold some fish, dropped some fish off, picked some fish up. Other than that, nothing too out of the ordinary, except uh, uh, my wife did get a phone call from uh, Gus or uh, Gaston is his full name. And and Gus did uh, mention that he was a little bit concerned about his uh, wife and uh, maybe getting into a little bit of trouble at the garden party that we hosted a, a week or a week ago now yeah a week ago now and to which she said she had no idea what he was talking about but as soon as uh he brought that up i knew exactly what he was talking about and uh, i told her that she she had to never talk to him again so what you're what are you telling us because last week we talked about this and we found out sandy had sex with gaston's wife yeah that's exactly what i'm talking about okay so he definitely knows or he knows something happened but i i told her not to freaking talk to him ever again and talk to who? His Gaston or more? Yeah, to Gus. Yeah. All right, because I I freaking had sex with her again a couple couple days back. So just want to make sure you're not talking about me because we're doing a hell hell of a lot more than talking. If you know what I'm saying, talking with our freaking bodies, Doug. Yeah, the language of love, Doug. It's an international international freaking language, Doug. It, it needs no freaking translation. Did you just call me Jug? And Doug, I'm drunk. I, I'm drinking. I'm literally drinking out of a freaking jug. So maybe that was a freaking confusing. Yeah. Now, Doug, how worried should Sandy be that Gaston maybe comes after him? And maybe should we invite Gaston to the unveiling? Uh, I mean, you met the guy, so I don't think he has anything much to worry about. I mean, the most he's going to probably get is some sort of a lawsuit coming after him. Uh, maybe try to take you for whatever money you got. Uh, should we invite him to the unveiling? Uh, definitely not, especially since uh, apparently Sandy just had sex with his wife a couple days ago. Again. So, no. What do you, you should what, not first of all, Doug, shut up. What do you, what do you mean for your lawsuit? Yeah, he might sue you or something. For having, making love with a woman? For doing what he couldn't do himself. I mean, for emotional damages or something. I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to be freaking upset about it once he finds out. All right. Well, if he's going to be upset about it, we should freaking invite him to the unveiling and freaking raise his spirits. So it's settled. Gaston will be coming to the unveiling, and geez, Louise, down on my knees. If he does intend you freaking harm, Sandy, what we should do is lure Gaston into the freaking structure. Yeah, and then the bird. And then when the bird takes flight, our problems are freaking gone. Gaston yep. is in the bird, in the freaking belly of the beast, sailing high above the sky to the sun. Yeah, it sounds good to me. It sounds like a perfect freaking plan. All right, great. Doug, if you could get the number from your wife, I would love to give him a call and tell him to come and tell him that Sandy would like to speak with him. Now, onwards and upwards, we have a great freaking show, Weakers and Tweakers. And before we get into that, I do want to tell you to call 513-914-6201. That's the Our Week hotline. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a freaking prize or two. Without further freaking ado, Our Week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, a New Zealand wizard said reports of his retirement were false and, quote, put out by my enemies, according to CBC Radio. Ian Brackensbury Channel, the wizard of Christchurch, New Zealand, denied rumors of his upcoming retirement. Quote, a wizard might drop dead, but they're not going to retire, Channel said. Unless they go soggy on a woman, then I'm afraid they've really had it. Watch out for those women. They're too good. 
The 87-year-old has been the official wizard of the New Zealand city since 1998, and his duties include promoting tourism, welcoming dignitaries, and attending events. Chanel got his start as the wizard of the University of New South Wales in 1969 and was dubbed the wizard of New Zealand in 1990. According to Chanel, the rumors of his retirement were likely started by his enemies. Quote, they want me to retire because they can't stand that they've got a wizard here because nobody ever wanted a wizard in authority, Chanel said. I can assure you, scientists, priests, academics, bureaucrats all hate wizards. Six years ago, Chanel took on Ian Freeman as an apprentice. Since then, Chanel's public appearances have become increasingly infrequent. So, geez louise, down on my knees, we got a freaking wizard disgruntled, old, possibly mad, off his rockers, losing his marbles, loony. And geez louise, down on my knees, what kind of danger might one expect from an aging wizard that is going out of his head? Doug Jordan, care to comment? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, an old wizard, you know, has been around for a very long time and has probably learned quite quite a many bit of spells. Uh, so, I mean, if this wizard were were to go mad, you know, I would I would assume that he would be pe- casting some some sort of you know fire spells or maybe some sort of a wind spell uh, to blow to blow his enemies out of his out of his way, or maybe some sort of earth spell to create some sort of massive earthquake. So you really shouldn't uh, should never upset a wizard now if he does know quite a bit of many spell or whatever it was that you said so ineloquently what spells do you think he would use sandy the sandman farkas um i i mean the the wizard should definitely use a freaking spell to make sure he never goes freaking soggy on a woman ever again uh i know if i was a freaking wizard i would certainly cast whatever spell was necessary to make sure i never go freaking soggy on a woman uh because back in the day i would have lost my freaking virginity a long time ago if i hadn't freaking gone soggy on the woman if you know what i mean yeah 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 i um i mean there's a freaking pill for that it's a blue yeah. pill it's called freaking viagra it's been around for a long time since the 90s yeah. Now, could he make uh, you may perhaps use a, some sort of spell like lim, lim, expecto, uh, uh, expecto, What is the freaking uh, word? Uh, expecto patronum uh, is is a spell. Poor yeah. fella over here going soggy all the time. Now maybe that's what he's upset about. I mean, the truth of the matter, though, and for a freaking wizard his age, it, it, there's nothing wrong with going soggy. Uh, I, mean, I mean, you know, it's, it's. I mean, we've all gone soggy here and there. Um, it's just as you age, it, you're more likely to get freaking soggy. Uh, um, Doug, what, what do you know about being, being freaking soggy? Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of it. Usually when I'm soggy, I have to take my clothes off and, and dry them as, as quick as possible. Grow up, Doug. You... You know what this is freaking about? Going soggy on a woman. Yeah. Imagine a freaking scenario, Doug. You you're on a freaking first date and you bring her to a freaking movie theater and you've got a freaking bucket of popcorn on your lap and guess who gets what's in there? Freaking little surprise. Yep, your freaking little dangly freaking Wilson is in that freaking thing. And by the time she's just about to freaking get to it, guess what? She freaking she freaking has an explosive freaking flatulence and it freaking makes its way into your freaking nose and all of a sudden you're freaking you're freaking you go freaking soggy. And, and and your thing is freaking soggy because you ordered extra freaking butter like an idiot. So now you got a freaking soggy soggy at the bottom of a freaking popcorn bucket. She finds it. She's disgusted. And, and, and it doesn't freaking work out ever again. Or imagine this, Doug. You got an 87-year-old wizard and he's walking around not soggy. The inverse of soggy. Is the freaking Dickens, and he is going, showing people around, trying to for tourism and events, and he's wearing a freaking robe, and there's nothing under that robe, so you can just see how freaking not soggy he is, and he's freaking giving you a hug, and it's freaking pushing into your stomach, and it's not something that you want. You you want him to be soggy at that age. You don't want an 87-year-old, if you're a grandfather, imagine if we couldn't close the freaking casket on your grandfather, if you know what I mean. It would have been weird. Imagine if we did freaking close the casket and he's freaking, and his freaking non-soggy freaking dangly Johnson freaking busted a hole right through the casket. You got a freaking, you got a perfectly good freaking casket, but there's a freaking shaft sticking out of it. Yeah, these caskets aren't cheap, Doug, you know best. You gotta put a freaking bucket of popcorn on top of it and call it a freaking day. Take him to the movies with you. I'm sorry, were you guys asking me a question or did you just want to kind of just keep talking there? I'm just trying to get you, you know, just trying uh, to get you never, involved. Yeah, yeah, just trying to 
Just matter, you look like you're, you just, I'm mean, just trying to get you to talk. Yeah, actually, that's a perfect segue. Last week, McDonald's announced that they will be adding a new flavor of chicken nugget, according to CNN Business. For the first time since the introduction of the McNugget in 1983, McDonald's will be introducing a new flavor of the bite-sized chicken lineup. The spicy chicken nugget will debut on September 16th in the U.S. The new menu item will be featured for a limited time run as the fast food giant attempts to boost sales during the pandemic by capitalizing on the U.S.'s fast food chicken obsession. So, geez louise, down on my knees. Doug Jordan, why don't you take it to the freaking sports desk? Okay. Uh, I am not prepared, but uh, I'm Doug Jordan, and this is the sports desk. Uh, McDonald's is announcing a new flavor of chicken nugget. Uh, I'm assuming it's probably going to be the spicy kind, since every other place now has spicy chicken nuggets. That's what it says right in the freaking article. It's just the spicy chicken nuggets will debut. Okay, so it's spicy, yeah. So when you start when you start this whole freaking thing over. You 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 can't start a freaking segment by saying. I'm, I'm Doug Jordan, and I'm not prepared for this. Just start the freaking sports desk. Well, I, I feel like if I knew about it ahead of time, I would have done a little bit of extra research, maybe yeah, talk about free, the it's, history. It's, about, it's chicken nuggets. Just talk. Just talk about freaking chicken nuggets. As, as the freaking, as this show's freaking resident chef, just speak, freaking speak your mind about freaking chicken nuggets. I mean, they're chicken nuggets, but they're, they have spices in the breading to make them spicier. <sighs> Doug, why don't talk about freaking dinosaur chicken nuggets? How much fun it is to bite the heads off the dinosaurs, and what other maybe little figurines that could make freaking hilarious freaking chicken nuggets into? Maybe make one that looks like a freaking, and you can bite his little head off, or you make it into a freaking gargoyle, and then you bite its freaking feet off or its wings, so it's freaking grounded for once. What kind of sauce do you put on a gargoyle nugget? Have honey mustard, sweet and sour. Well, Doug, pick one. I was going to say stone ground mustard. That's a Doug Jordan. Yeah, that was that's pretty good. I didn't think of that. that that's pretty, stone ground mustard's pretty good put on chi- a gargoyle chicken nugget because they're made of, usually made of stone. The chicken nuggets are? How could you eat them? They break your teeth. No, the gargo- the gargoyles are made of That stone. is not a good idea for a freaking chicken nugget, Doug, is to make them out of freaking stone. I didn't say it. He made the joke about stone ground mustard for a gargoyle-shaped chicken nugget. You Usually, said that's what they make chicken nuggets out of is No, that's stone. what they make gargoyles out of. But I bet, you the, I bet you the sorcerer from the first story would really love to have that stone, that, gar- that chicken nugget stone. Is that what you mean when you said that? I, what, I I didn't even think of him being a, a sorcerer, but I I appreciate what you're what you're doing there. The Sorcerer's Stone with the first Harry Potter book. When, and in that freaking book, do you think that what do you think they were referring to when they said the Sorcerer's Stone? Well, it was a mystical stone that uh, gave uh, the children powers. You sure? Yeah. What is is this? What is a stone? What is it? Soft or is it soggy or is it mm, hard as a freaking rock? Uh, the third, that's hard as a rock. They say, that, well, boy, that, sor- that sorcerer's got a freaking stone in his pants. Yeah, they do say that. Stab me right in my belly. So, I don't think we got to the bottom of this one. I don't know if we ever will. I don't know if we have time in the show because Doug Jordan is stalling because he can't say anything about the new freaking spicy chicken McNuggets. Will he like them? Who knows? We never got to that. Will he try them? What kind of sauce you put on them? How many to an order? How long will they have them on the menu? There's so many things we could talk about, but... Doug kind of cut that right off. Well, I wasn't prepared. Uh, if, if you give me a little heads up that we're going to do a story about nuggets, I would have uh, I would have done a little research. All right, listen, this is what we're going to do, Doug, and I'm trying to work with you here because I am, obviously, I have my mind in other places and I cannot put 100% focus on you doing the freaking sports desk with Doug Jordan. But next week, we're going to do this same exact story. And you're going to be prepared. We're going to try it again next week. Weakers and Tweakers, that's announced just now on the show. Doug Jordan will try this again next week. Last week, a Chinese wax statue maker said COVID-19 has diminished sales during an otherwise prosperous U.S. election season, according to Reuters. Zhang Shang, who manages Shanghai Mayan Arts, was expecting demand for wax replicas of Donald Trump to peak during the run-up to the election. The company, which have been longtime producers of Donald Trump replicas, have halted new orders and postponed production of Joe Biden replicas as well. Quote, 
tourist sites, amusement parks, houses of famous people are temporarily not open, Zhang said. Since they can't resume work, we can't get new orders. The company says Trump is their best-selling U.S. export. So, geez louise down on my knees, does anybody know why Trump would be the number one best-selling export? And I'm asking this because I have an idea. Uh, if I had one, I guess I would, I would I would get it and I would melt it and I'd watch it melt and I'd photograph it or I video I videotape it and then I, I would probably put it on the Internet. Well, that might cause quite a big deal of panic if people thought the U.S. president had melted. I mean, that people would freak out even if they even as much as they hate him. And they, they see the sitting U.S. president as a human being who just melted live on freaking the Internet and chaos would erupt looting in the streets. Violence. People, you got to think about people, Doug, and people freaking panic. Yeah, but I mean, if, if the the caption would say "wax statue Donald Trump melts," I mean, if you can sit, if you can sit and freaking watch the freaking chaos unfold, no, you freaking are the cause of it. Then have at it, freaking Doug. Some of us have a little have freaking morals and and freaking and and shame and regret. Yeah, listen, we hate the guy as much as you do, Doug, but we know that it is gonna cause a panic. If people think that the man with his thumb on the button to the nuclear freaking warheads just melted for some reason. Not to mention the guy's got a freaking, the guy's got freaking kids, Doug. He's a freaking family man. I wouldn't be melting him. I'd be melting, melting a wax statue uh, in made in his uh, resemblance. But then no, he man. might melt, Doug. Have you ever heard of a voodoo doll? The real no, I... one could melt while he's trying to give a speech and then he just melts. How shocking would that be? I mean, that would be very shocking if I had bought a voodoo doll wax sculpture and melted it and it ended up melting the freaking president. It'd be extremely shocking. Well, uh, I just I was going to say that I think that the reason that these Donald Trump's wax sculptures are so freaking popular is because people are buying them and having sex with them. His supporters. You imagine a big guy in a freaking camouflage hat with a mustache who likes guns and pickup trucks and flannel, having sex, mounting freaking Donald Trump, a wax Donald Trump as it melts. Or maybe the wax Donald Trump is melting into his rear freaking end with his freaking wax dangly Johnson. It's possible. Do you think that they sculpt the uh, dangly Johnson on the statues? Well, I think you can order it. This is a custom freaking wax sculpture shop, Doug. Also, you can just get her, you can get like a freaking dinner table candle and sort of smush it into the crotch and all of a sudden yeah you got a freaking wax statue with a freaking you got with it with a freaking sorcerer stone on him if you know what i freaking mean absolutely freaking hilarious that is and god bless i, I don't i don't even know who it's yeah that's got a bow yeah. on it that one so made up for doug's gaff Last week, a 47-year-old man suffering from, quote, drunkenness disease was cured after receiving a poop transplant from his daughter, according to Fox News. The disease, known as autobrewery syndrome, is a gut fermentation disorder whereby the excessive fungal growth produces ethanol. The condition even caused the man to lose his license during a routine police checkpoint. After combinations of low-carb diets and antifungal medications left the man's condition unchanged, physicians tried another approach. After transplanting fecal bacteria from the man's 22-year-old daughter into his small intestine, the man's symptoms dissipated. The procedure, known as fecal microbiota transplantation, is the first successful treatment of its kind in chronic gut fermentation syndrome. So, this guy ate some of his daughter's poop and now he's not drunk anymore. And I'm sure many people wish it were that simple for everyone. And Sandy, the same man, Fargus, imagine having this disease. Uh... Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it wouldn't it's it's not it wouldn't be the hardest thing for me to freaking imagine uh, getting drunk enough where I freaking eat my eat somebody else's freaking poop. Uh, but if I knew in the moment that it was gonna make me not be drunk anymore, I would I would leave it in the freaking toilet. And and my, it, uh, funny story back in the day when freaking Taylor used to, used to drink, and I don't even, I'm not sure if you freaking remember this. But I, I, I was walking by, and he was. And I thought he was throwing up into the freaking bathroom, freaking toilet. But, but then when I saw, I, I caught him uh, fishing out a freaking turd, and I saw him, I saw him take one bite and make a sort of a disgusted face and put the turd back into the toilet bowl. And I didn't say, I didn't say a word. I was quiet as a freaking mouse. And I watched him sit there on the bathroom floor, think about it, and then put his hand back into the freaking toilet bowl and take one more bite before dropping it into the bowl and flushing. 
Yeah, and I, then, I do remember that. And then he turned and looked me in the eyes and he said, so now what? Like, as if he knew that I was watching and he wasn't even phased. Yeah. And the thing is, Weakers and Tweakers, uh, Sandy Fargus and I have never been drinking at the same time because actually in that moment, Sandy was not drinking. Yeah. Yeah, those are one of the freaking, one of the few and far between freaking sober years. Yeah. So... He could have stopped me, but, uh, you know, he knows that I am a man of free will. And and God bless you. Thank you, Sandy Farkas, for retelling that tale. Yeah, Doug, what do you think? Do you think if you ever got drunk enough, you'd eat your son's poop like this guy did because he was so drunk they couldn't convince him not to? Uh, yeah, I, I just want to go ahead and say that the man didn't eat his daughter's poop to, to get fixed. He had to do a fecal transplant. Plant. Where does it say so, that? It says receiving a poop transplant from his daughter, according to Fox News. Well, that's disgusting, Doug. That's more disgusting than uh, a man eating his own daughter's poop? That's... Be careful here. Just, you know, because of the radio. So, it's hilarious is what it is. It's not disgusting. And God bless the man and his daughter. They must be very close, so... Last week, a Vietnamese man made headlines after showcasing his 16-foot-long hair, according to Reuters. Nujin Van Chen from southern Mekong Delta region hasn't cut his hair in 80 years. The 92-year-old credits his faith in Dua, also known as the coconut religion, to having his hair untouched. I believe if I cut my hair, I will die, Chen said. I dare not to change anything, not even combing it. Dua was started by a man who allegedly subsisted on only coconuts to retain his vitality. Chien worships seven gods and nine powers as part and parcel of his religion. So, G's, Louise, and Dua has been outlawed in Vietnam. Something they don't tell you. So you're not allowed to do this anymore because this makes me think of Rapunzel, which is a character, is a, was a person that they made a story about. She had very long hair. So long that nobody could even see her because it covered her front and her back. And every suitor she had wanted to see what she looked like underneath all that hair and fur. And she always refused because she had very long hair and she was very proud of her hair. And finally, Prince Charming comes along and his name was actually Prince Charming. This is a real one. And he goes up there and he sees her and he, he doesn't care. He says, I'm in love with you anyhow. God bless you. I don't care what you look like as long as you can move some of that hair apart between, you know, and then we can make a child together. At some point, you know, as after marriage. And Rapunzel says yes, and they get married, and it turns out she was a man. Wasn't even a woman. Rapunzel was a man's name. But he loved that person so much that it was it was fine by him, but they didn't have children because they couldn't conceive. I mean, they might have adopted, so. But once they freaking adopted, freaking Rapunzel remembered, oh, no, I made I made a freaking bet with this little man, this little terrible man named freaking Rumpelstiltskin. And freaking Rumpelstiltskin showed up once they adopted the freaking kid and freaking took that freaking thing, kidnapped it, and freaking ate it right and freaking in front of them. And honestly, Rapunzel would have been heartbroken, except for the fact that it was only an adoption child, so it didn't really matter. And she couldn't even see what was freaking happening either. You know what I mean, Doug? It's not blood. Yeah, uh, that doesn't make it any any better uh, if uh, a parent lost their child who was adopted. Well, why didn't they just, after the little one, after the little freaking Stillskin freaking ate, ate him, why didn't Rapunzel just adopt Stillskin? Because he's a troll or something. He's yeah, a little whore. He's a tiny, horrible man, Stillskin. Yeah. Last week, singer Adele landed in hot water after posing for an Instagram photo wearing a Jamaican flag bikini and Bantu knots, according to Fox News. The 32-year-old Rolling in the Deep singer took to Instagram to celebrate the canceled Notting Hill Carnival. The event, which began in 1966, was founded as a celebration of Caribbean culture. In the photo, Adele was donning a traditional African hairstyle known as Bantu knots, as well as a Jamaican flag bikini top. Followers were quick to criticize Adele for cultural appropriation. The 32-year-old's rep have not responded to request for comment. So, Adele, hot water. And geez louise down on my knees, I think what they're really upset is that she shouldn't be posting lewd photos of herself. Yeah. Doug Jordan, I'm pretty sure I saw you in Bantu knots one time. 
does it, can, does, can anybody explain to me what uh, Bantu knots are? Because I just keep thinking of the the Princess Leia uh, hairstyle. It's kind of like Princess Leia's hairstyle, but if you had many of them, and they're much smaller. Think instead of uh, bagels on her head, they're little donut holes, and they're everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that now. Uh, I mean, she probably shouldn't have done it, especially if people are upset about it, uh, and she probably should apologize as soon as possible. Uh, anything else you want to add? Or I mean, usually I'll say something like that, and you guys will say, no, Doug, Doug, you're so stupid. Obviously, she should have done that. And I would say, no, I think that my idea is that she shouldn't have, and she should have you know, maybe apologized for it. And you'd say, no, Doug, you're being an idiot right now. Stop talking. The Doug, you're so stupid. And then, I, and that would be the end of what I would say. I don't All think right. anybody thinks you're stupid, yeah. Doug. I don't think anyone thinks you're stupid. And I mean, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm glad now you have shut, shut up because you were getting sort of crazy for a second. Uh, yeah, Doug, I thought that was a fine freaking statement, and I wanted to hear if you had any freaking any more thoughts on it. But um, I mean, if you're gonna act like that, then 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 you can go ahead and you can go ahead and shut the hell up, Doug. And I gotta tell you. I think that Adele should never have done that hairstyle because it's very offensive and she should probably apologize as quickly as possible. Get ahead of this thing or at least get right ahead of it, just behind it. But, you know, she needs to get out there and say, I'm sorry, I made a huge mistake. I Yes, I lost some weight, but clearly it wasn't enough to be wearing a bikini on camera. I think that's what people are upset about. Is that what the article said? No, that's that is not what the article said. Do you think that Adele was ready for camera? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, she looks great. Yeah, she does. She looks absolutely yeah. beautiful. So, I'm, I'm, good lord, things I would do. Uh, care to elaborate? Not, uh, not, not in great freaking detail. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I saw the freaking picture, and you know, she looks, she looks, she looks great. Aside from the freaking, you know. Uh, doing sort of doing the wrong thing, I guess. And and more than anything, and this might come as a freaking shock to you guys. I think she should just come out and freaking apologize and freaking own up to it. And Doug, I don't mean to freaking ruffle your feathers right now, but I think she should just freaking own up to it and freaking apologize and freaking try not to freaking do that anymore. Yeah, agreed. Last week, Sylvester Stallone announced that his director's cut of Rocky IV will not include Polly's robot butler, according to TMZ Sports. After officially announcing that he would be releasing the film's director's cut on Instagram, fans flooded the comments section with questions about what would be included and what would be axed. One fan asked about Polly's robot, Seiko. Quote, the robot is going into the junkyard forever, Stallone wrote. No more robot. I don't like the robot anymore. According to the robot's creator, Robert Dornick, Stallone actually became interested in his creation as a means to help with his son. And I don't know how to say this freaking name. It's, it's S-E-A-R-G-E-O-H. Seargo who is autistic. His son, Sirgo, is autistic. Dornick's team loaned Stallone the Robot, and his son loved it. So, Sirgo loved it. Sergio. I think it's C-R-G-O. Yeah, I think it's just Sergio. Wow. Well, this is a shame, because we, we spoke about this before, and Sandy the Sandman Farkin put it very succinctly. That robot is the only thing freaking tying the freaking movie together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I've gone on the record uh, many times, uh, uh, my, and, and I and I allowed freaking uh, Sylvester Stallone's freaking Rocky Four as a freaking uh, one of the greatest freaking motion pictures uh, to ever come out of 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 of, of uh, to ever come out of freaking Hollywood, and and that freaking title is due in, um, entirely to freaking Polly's uh, robot freaking Butler and and freaking sometimes freaking lover, uh, freaking Seiko. And and when I heard freaking news of Rocky IV, I was said, finally, they're going to freaking reinstate the freaking robot butler subplot. And now to hear that freaking he's, he's gone the way of the freaking dodo and fallen on the cutting room floor, uh, I'm I'm thinking about freaking skipping freaking Sylvester Stallone's freaking director's cut of freaking Rocky IV. Yeah, it's really a freaking shame because uh, we all know they have the footage. And you know what I'm freaking talking about. This scene where Seiko has sex with freaking Uncle Polly, and not the other way around, believe it or not. And geez louise, down on my knees, it is a passionate lovemaking scene. And I can't believe that that's going to end up unseen. 
Yeah. Because Seiko has a freaking uh, vacuum attachment, and that's and that's the freaking basis of the freaking scene is is um, things are getting freaking hot and heavy, and then a little compartment opens up, and a freaking a little freaking vacuum uh, attachment sort of comes out. Polly is able to, you know, uh, sort of uh, stuff his well, um, sort of smush his because um, he's soggy at the beginning of the freaking scene, but he is able to freaking. Um, well, they freaking, they put it lightly, they freaking make love. Yeah, yeah, and spoiler alert, uh, later you find out that not only does the vacuum machine but it also blows. so, and that's when Pauly has it put upon himself in so many words. Yeah. So. And, 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 and the, the footage is freaking out there, and I know that because even though it wasn't included in the theatrical film, it, uh, the scene was included in uh, sort of a, it's like a picture book uh, that goes through the freaking scenes, and sometimes picture books that come out like that include, you know, things that didn't make the freaking final cut, and in the freaking picture book, you can just be, you know, flipping the pages, and all of a sudden there's, you know, there's the freaking vacuum attachment, and there's freaking Polly, um, either, um, and it's in the, the robot is either on suck mode or blow mode, and, uh, and, and then it keeps going, and then they're, you know, freaking boxing or whatever, and it goes back to normal. So I've just wanted to see the freaking footage. Yeah, uh, if, he doesn't need to put it in the movie, but he should at least release the footage. Yeah, YouTube or... Or maybe make a whole sequel out of it. Or just make yeah. a different movie. Just make another... Is that guy still alive, Pauly? Uh, I... Yeah, well, uh, we should figure... Uh, f- fact-check that freaking one. Yeah, if Tadio were here, we would fact-check it. I'm pretty sure it's played by Archie Bunker, though, so... And I think he is dead. Uh, yeah, j- just fact check that one. Uh, Archie Bunker is in fact freaking dead. Yeah, so it's too late. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, this has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. But before we leave you, we have one more segment. It's Our Week's Guide to Good Investment. See, right now with the economy in the freaking tanker, we are basically getting our behinds freaking paddled by China and Russia and the whole world and the and COVID-19 and COVID-18 and 17 and 16 and 15 and 14. But there is still something you can do to take care of your own finances. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, we here at Our Week in Review would love to help you out. We'd be glad to. That's why we made this freaking segment. Our week's guide to good investment. This is going to be a roundtable panel discussing. So the first investment on here, unusual investment, is going to be art. Now, geez louise, down on my knees, weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, the panel, Sandy Farkas and Doug Jordan, what do we know collectively about art? Uh, you know, sometimes it's in a museum. Sometimes it's uh, at a gallery. Uh, sometimes you'll see it in a restaurant or maybe a coffee shop. There's uh, uh, there's street art, um, uh, graffiti, and uh, and and some, some sometimes uh, offensive graffiti, you know, phallic 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 symbols. And I think that's a great jumping off point right there because I think if you could invest in in sort of some sort of graffiti art, maybe a phallic symbol above a building, and you could invest in that somehow. Because everybody sees it. You know, when you're walking down the street and you're walking with, let's say you're walking with your mother and the two of you are walking and you see a phallic symbol written on the side of a building and attached to that symbol is a hairy man. And that symbol is about to enter the vacuum of a hilarious looking freaking robot. And you both notice it and you, you, you both look and then maybe you make eye contact and you shift away and suddenly everybody has changed. And the situation has been impacted by this visual. So I think freaking you're right. Absolutely. Freaking that would be a great investment because everybody sees it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would yeah, that would be a good, a good. What is this? Seg- the segment is called Guide to Good Investments. Uh, yeah, yeah. Guide to good investments to help people. So I think we got that, the nuts and bolts uh, of the art scene down. Now, what about new inventions? Something that maybe you could invest in, a new invention. Doug Jordan, you seem to be up on the latest inventions. What would you invest your money in these days? Uh, some sort of a uh, uh, vacuum uh, that... Uh, would attach to the table so you don't have to wipe the crumbs off the table. 
and so that while you're eating dinner with your family, you can pleasure yourself. While, while you're eating dinner with your freaking wife who hasn't freaking talked to you in freaking days and your horrible freaking children surrounding you and they're bickering and throwing freaking spaghetti all over the place, you can go ahead and remove the freaking vacuum from the bottom of the freaking table and just go ahead and freaking suction it right there to your, to your you know, you know, Doug, and, and you can eat, and you know, and you freaking sit there and the vacuum does its thing. Yeah. Now, do you advertise the... Do you advertise the vacuum as such as having that ability, or is that more of an Easter egg that you come to find out later? Yeah, I, I wasn't imagining that being the the end goal of the so it's table so, vacuum. Sort of just to like an unspoken truth. It's you know if you're if you're is, imagine freaking Super Bowl Sunday and you're there with the freaking boys, and all of a sudden freaking commercial comes on for a new table with a vacuum that comes out of the bottom to suck up crumbs. All of a sudden you realize you and the boys are all freaking looking at each other and nodding in unison. You know what's really going on. Next freaking Sunday, go over to your friend's house for dinner. He's got one. And he bought freaking two attachments because he knew you were freaking coming over. Yeah, God bless him. He raises his freaking eyebrows across the freaking table. You both grab the freaking vacuum attachments and freaking secure them onto yourselves and go about your freaking dinner. Yeah, or you're walking through Sears department store and you see one of these things and you go and your wife says, wouldn't this be nice? It would make things so easy. And you look at her and you go, oh, you're absolutely right, honey. It would make things easy. How convenient. But you know that you're actually going to be having sex with it. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never done anything with a vacuum. Well, I don't mean you specifically, but of course you have. Everybody has. Everybody tried it once. I, I don't think that I have. Doug, just because you used it on your freaking rear end doesn't mean you, you freaking had, didn't have sex with it. And I tried it once, but I didn't have a vacuum with an attachment. It was one of those old vacuums with the br- bristles that just spin, and I got very injured. And I had to take some time off from playing with myself. I'd never do that again, unless I had the right attachment. So, uh, music royalties. Uh, songwriters often share their sell shares of their freaking songs uh, for royalties. So I think this is a simple one. What song would you invest in, Sandy Fargas? Um, um, uh, freaking uh, um, someone that everybody you know maybe maybe uh, uh, y'all ready for this? You know the one that plays it in basketball games. Yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. Or dude looks like a lady. That's your favorite song. Oh, that I mean, I mean, but I wouldn't want to freaking mix business and freaking pleasure. Yes, it is my favorite freaking song. But I would rather just keep it, you know, keep that freaking separate and get my money freaking elsewhere. Right, that makes sense. The next one is a hurricane option. So hurricane options are basically betting on whether a hurricane destroys an area. I think this is a sure freaking bet. A hurricane comes in and you're basically betting on if everybody will, the amount of destruction. I read this online. I didn't know it existed. That's something that people actually do that. They bet if some, some place is going to get devastated and they, and they get money well, it's for not, that happening. It's, it's not, it's, they sell hurricane risk landfall options. So that means if a company that is hired to contract out the, the, the rehabilitation it's sort of the option would be to uh, to buy pieces of that or uh, something along those lines. But yes, you you imagine you 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 got you bought you bought a hundred shares of this freaking thing, and your neighbor didn't buy any, and you both of your houses are destroyed. But you know you're sitting on a billion dollars, and he goes, "Isn't this awful? I lost my dog." And you go, "Oh, this, it is terrible. I lost my couch and my home." But really, you know that you're going to buy a bigger house in a better location where this won't happen again. So, hurricane sounds, options. Yeah. Sounds like a freaking uh, good investment. Yeah. The other one, uh, next one, is called lean hogs. So a lean hog, jeez uh, louise, down on my knees. I'm not exactly sure what that means. But I know that you it gains 56.3% in one year and 11.5% annually. It has gained 563 So a lean hog. Doug Jordan, how badly do you want to get one of these lean hogs? I mean, maybe you start out with just one and then... And then you like the way that one feels, so you go ahead and double down. All of a sudden, your guy got freaking two lean hogs, and you say, but that's it. That's where I'm capping it off. I'm I'm just going to do two lean hogs. I'm going to take the freaking 56.3% and then 11.5% annually. And then a couple years in, you go, what the heck, you know... You got a guy's got to freaking live. You go ahead, 
get another, get yourself another freaking lean hog. And you really freaking lean into this on it. So wait, I would have three motorcycles after a couple of years? No, this no. is not what that is. I have a lean hog. It's like a, a nice motorcycle. No, a lean hog is a pig. I believe. Oh. It is some sort of pig. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy a pig then. You'd want a big fat one if you got one, wouldn't you? No, I don't want... Can't blame you. That's what I would want. You'd probably rather go out there and catch yourself a freaking wild boar in the wilderness. I'd like one with some bacon on it, if you know what I mean. I, I could imagine having one sleeping with you in your bed, and you roll over and you got one arm on one, you're cuddling with it, and then you roll over to the other side because it's gotten warm on that side to the cold spot, and there's another there's another one on the other side of the bed, and their skin's like human. Imagine freaking Doug in a freaking hot tub with three freaking hogs. Yeah. And then you get out, but you forget to get them out, and then the hot tub gets a little too warm, and next thing you know, you got freaking ham soup. Why am I the one buying the hogs? Because you're the one with the money, Doug. I don't have any freaking money. You got more money than I got, so... The next one is burial plots. You can buy burial plots uh, and sell them in high-demand locations. So... Honestly, if we dig that your old grandfather up, we could sell that plot probably for a nice profit in a few years. Have him cremated. I mean, probably not because it's been dug up and and dug in and and dug up so many times it wouldn't be worth anything anymore. They're going to have to dig it up again to bury a new person. You think the ground has gone soft? I mean, it might rule, uh, ruin the friggin' soil. Well, we'll have to get some new soil. But this is an investment for you specifically, Doug. Your grandfather's plot is worth something. And who knows? We could always put the old man on display at some point. Like a clear coffin, the way they have freaking Lenin, Soviet Lenin. He's in a clear coffin. Um, that's news to me. Yeah. Another investment that is good is prisons. You can always invest in privately owned prisons. Excellent returns. This is a good one if you're a police officer, because then you can arrest people and make sure the prison stays stocked. You know. And cage fighting. This is a final one. Cage fighting is a very good investment. People love cage fighting. And I would invest in... You could do... Because a cage is like a big playpen. So if you could get kids in there, you could have their parents pay you to put the kids into the playpen, and you could have spectators pay you to watch the kids in the freaking playpen fight, and you could be taking a cut of the freaking gambling. And you could do it all in your basement, Doug. Yeah, I don't think I want to invest in uh, child cage fighting. But Doug, imagine this. Imagine a freaking. Imagine the freaking cage in your freaking backyard, and imagine imagine what that's going to do for the next freaking barbecue. Yeah. I don't have any. I don't have any room in my backyard because of your the building. You can get, just get rid of the shed. So it's going to be taking flight soon, Doug. It's going to be fine. You'll have extra space. Put a cage in. Do some cage fighting with children. It wraps that segment up nicely, don't you think? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that anytime soon. Typical. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. All right, well, we got a freaking hilarious freaking event to freaking pull off here. Sandy, I know you're ready. I feel it in my heart. Doug Jordan, I assume that there will be some sort of snack at this unveiling. I mean, I wasn't planning on it, but I can try and put something together. Maybe we should head to a grocery store. What we need is access to a freaking crane to get this freaking thing on top of Doug's freaking roof. And we need to find a way to lure freaking absolutely freaking hilarious Gaston into the freaking thing so that the bird takes flight with him in his belly. I mean, we're not putting it on my roof. But we are going to put freaking Gaston in the freaking bird. I believe so.